0: Welcome to The Catholic Journey. Happy Saturday morning, everybody. <laughs> it's uh, February 6th, and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, sunny day uh, with a blue sky. I, th- I think um, almost every week I repeat these same words. What if a beautiful day in Northern California. Blue skies, the sun's out, fairly warm, and what am I going to do today with um, open opportunity? <laughs> Anyway, I hope you're having a, a restful Saturday. So many of us work so hard during the week that uh, Saturday is a time to uh, try to slow down. I think many of us have our to do lists and uh, we plan lots of chores, but make sure that you put some rest in there as well. I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things that's been on my mind over the last couple of days, and I've been pondering uh, th- these kind of thoughts or ideals. And the, the first one really has to do with um, shame versus guilt. I was listening to a radio show the other day, and they were talking a little bit about this. And, and it made me start thinking a little bit deeper about shame and guilt. And let's start with guilt first. I think that's something that most of us um, have uh, felt, <laughs> endured. And, um, I actually, the more I think about it, I, I don't think guilt is a bad thing. I think it's actually a good thing because what it means is that there was something that we did or, um, uh, what we're a part of maybe that we knew was wrong and that we did it anyway. And I guess an analogy would be, um, there's a brick sitting on the ground and we reach down, and we pick up that brick, and we throw it at a window. We know that it was wrong to do. We thought about it, and we did it anyway. And then after you do that, you realize that um, you've known all along, but it hits you that that was something that you shouldn't have done, and that you feel guilty for it. And, and that it's that guilt, it's in that pain of that guilt that um, I think is good because it's a very uncomfortable feeling to feel guilty about something and I think it's within that feeling of being uncomfortable that is a motivation for us to not want to do it again. Now think a little bit about your own life. Think about some of the things that you've been guilty about. Um, I think that you'll find uh, that it uh, was something that you knew was wrong. And that you did it anyway. And that's why you had the subsequent guilt that you dealt with. And hopefully that guilt um, will, or the memory of that guilt and that pain, will pop back up when you are contemplating doing something of a similar nature in the future. And that will keep you from doing that. I think that's the whole idea of, of guilt. You know, um, you, you, they say the Jewish people and Jewish mothers are really good at guilt. (laughs) I think that is also true in those trying to live a good, honorable, and fervent Catholic life. Um, We know uh, really the dictates, uh, or we should know, really the dictates of our, our religion and some of the basic practices of our religion, the ideology of our faith and religion. And when we don't live up to those and we... Um, honestly make cognizant choices to act contrary to our faith, we have guilt. Um, and then we struggle with that guilt. And like I said, I think that's not a bad thing because it helps us grow, helps us to want to be better people, helps us to not um, um, want to do that again. Now, the, the thing that's really important with guilt, though, is that you come to terms with that act that you're feeling guilty about and the idea is um especially and this is um i think um solved or there's an avenue for restitution or resolution in the catholic faith especially because um i think it's really important that when there's something that we're feeling guilty about that um, we acknowledge it we acknowledge that we stumbled we we fell we turned away from what is right and true and we we do like I said we acknowledge that and that was a shortcoming that we had um, knowing that that's not the person that God created me to be I can be a better person than that and I should not have done that and I will not do that again doesn't that sound a whole lot like having um a contrite heart a sorry heart um and that's where we run to the church we run to the sacraments and we run to especially the the healing sacrament the sacrament of reconciliation of confession and we come to god we actually we come to the priest who's sitting in the place of of god and christ and and we we share our contrite spirit and our contrite heart for that act that we know it was something that we should not have done but we did it anyway and we ask for forgiveness and then with with resolution we say we are going to do our very best to have learned from that and to not repeat um that sinful act that that um unhonorable act um and and that's a wonderful thing and that's when we're we can be free and then that guilt then at that point should diminish and uh, we go on with our lives as, a, as, a, as just a much better person. Now, contrary to that, though, is shame. Now, we just talked about guilt, so let's talk about shame a little bit different. I think it can be very similar in its origin in a lot of ways, um, especially when it's uh, an act or something that we did, and we purposely did it, and we knew that we shouldn't have done it. But instead of running to the church with our contrite heart, um, we try to hide it away, and I'll give you the analogy. Would let's go back to that brick again. <laughs> that brick is sitting on 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 the road, and we walk over to that brick. We pick that brick up, we throw it at the window. We break the window, but then we go and grab that brick and we stuff it in our pocket and we hide it, and uh, we don't want anybody to know that act that we did. Um, we even try to hide it from ourselves, maybe um, suppress or repress. Um, the thoughts of of what what we did well that sh- that 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 personal shame that we feel then it, it perpetuates into other aspects of our life um without having really acknowledged uh being sorry and having that contrite spirit for what we've done, the likelihood that we might do something like that again is very high <laughs> and and like I said. Um, if we don't deal with it um, come come to terms with what we did and how we failed and ask for forgiveness, and then move on, that sense of shame can 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 stay with us for maybe even a lifetime and if we continue to do those um, those such acts related to that and try to hide them. Um, that shame just builds and builds and builds. And, and what does that do to a person when they are just filled with multiple acts that they feel shameful about? It 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 uh, really affects how a person feels about themselves and their self-worth. And we all know what happens when someone does not feel um, good about themselves. Um, that translates into a variety of things. It often it translates into addictions. Um, uh, especially alcohol and drugs, because that shameful feeling that they have, even if it's unconscious uh, shame that they have, they want to feel numb. And how do they feel numb? They want to medicate it. Medicate it with uh, alcohol, drugs, marijuana, um, anything they can do to try to feel less of that, uh, psychological or internal pain in their lives. But the other thing, and you probably are aware of this already when a person doesn't feel good about themselves, um, it's really hard for them to feel good about other people as well. Um, and you'll see that really translate into the relationships in their life. If they're not feeling, um, just valued as 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 an honorable person, as a good person, as a person that feels like there is a self worth there. It's very hard for them to uh, to treat others in a very honorable, respectful way as well. And I think that's why we see so much anger in our world around us. Is there's so many people that are just filled with um, a shame in their life? Uh, they've done these acts. They know that they're wrong, but they don't know what to do about it. And so they just stuff them. They, they like I said, repress them or suppress them. And they might be knowledgeable about it. It might, it might be um, um, subconsciously they're doing this, but it does come out and it overflows into other aspects of their life. And then with that, it creates really the society and culture that we're in. So those, were, those are some of my thoughts of things that I was thinking about um, over the week um, at least the last three or four days. And I thought it was maybe food for thought that I wanted to share with you as well, to think about your own life and, uh, and how you view, uh, shame and, and guilt in your life. And how do you deal with that? And do you think in some ways that if you are carrying some shame around with you, um, that how is that affecting other people? Um, in your circle of influence or the circle that, um, encompasses your life, you know, the people that God has placed within your circle of your life. And I think that's just another reason for us to really think about, um, our relationship with God, our relationship with our church and our faith and, and embracing the sacraments, you know, Christ, um, originated these sacraments for a reason. <laughs> he knew the human nature, and he knew what we needed to be healthy, and he knew that that we have the tendency to fall and to sin, and we need some way to heal from that and to grow from that. And that is a big part of the sacrament of reconciliation. It's actually reuniting us back to Christ, who is truth and love and honor and honesty. Um, And that's who we want to be always growing closer towards. Well, that was my thought for a Saturday morning. (laughs) I hope you uh, can have fun today. I hope you can do something um, productive um, if you need to do that, but also just get lots of rest. Think about God in your day. Think about your relationships. And I look forward to touching base with you real soon again. May God bless you and may God always keep you in his loving embrace. God bless.